we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Those of you that did not watch last week's teaching, we talked about how we swap vices. That what many of us have been calling deliverance has really been behavioral changes. And a behavioral change is not synonymous with deliverance. And we did a full teaching on that. Let me just give you just a little hint of that right now. So what we said is that not because you stop sweethearting means you delivered, because you can stop sweethearting and start smoking weed. Or you can stop smoking weed and start fornicating. Stop fornicating and start buying numbers. And I've seen these kind of cycles where persons through whatever 12-step program, whatever um, willpower they initiated, that they were able to break things off of their lives, so they thought. But what they really did was just switched vices. They swapped vices. And you know what? Let me just say this parenthetically. The church today is so caught up on, we talked about this yesterday on our radio show, they're so caught up on optics so we want you to look delivered. So when that external behavior changes, we believe that that is deliverance, but that ain't really deliverance. We like the outside. We want the outside to look good. Bible talks about us being like real clean, whitewashed on the outside, but on the inside of us, we're filled with, with dead man's bones. So the idea is not just the out. We want that thing to break in your spirit. We want it to be a breaking internally a breaking that only the spirit of god does transformed by our minds being made new your mind is being made new when the word of god that is spirit and life when it gets on the inside of you and causes a shaping a reshaping to take place in your mind transformation transform there's a shaping that takes place and um, by way of your spirit man uh, conform is when it's external that you change um with external forces being applied Transformation is when internal forces creates the change on the inside of you. And the internal force that is to create the change in you is supposed to be your spirit man. Your renewed spirit man, glory be to God, is this too much? Your renewed spirit man is what moves and takes over your mind and reshapes it, not the world around you forming you that's conformed but transform meaning from the inside the glory be to god that word transform is the word metamorpho or something like that metamorpho that's what it is and the best way we can understand that word is the word metamorphosis and we see it in the case of a caterpillar that the caterpillar from within his self 
creates his own cocoon. Now, this will preach at another time that the caterpillar, watch this, glory to God, makes his cocoon with his mouth. Preach this some other time, son. He makes his cocoon with his mouth, glory be to God. That's from the from within him, creates a chamber from the inside of him, and that's how the change takes place. And then he breaks out as a butterfly. That's what happens with transformation, it's from the inside, your spirit man. So I don't care how much you self-actualize and how you have deep meditation and all these things that we do, that's not how deliverance takes place. That's how you change your behavior, but I get delivered because what you really do is change. You just swap. You just move over to something else. And you watch persons who tell you they delivered, and there wasn't no spirit, no Holy Ghost involved. Watch their actions. They just move from this to that. But that's what we're talking about tonight. Glory to God. What we're talking about tonight? Going back two weeks ago, we told you that a a lion and or a bear has, because of its longevity of life, and because of the amount of times and how early a, a, a sheep can breed, we taught you that a sheep can breed at age one, even before it's one. So a sheep can have a lamb after being alive for one year. And it's said that sheeps can breed, sheeps <laughs> can breed five times, four to five times. Now, and a sheep can live to be 10 years old. A lion can live up to 15 years old, 12 to 15. And a bear can live up to 15 years, up, up, to, up to 25 years old. So what this says, stay with me, this says that the same lion can possibly live to attack a parent, a child, a grandchild, a great-grandchild and even a great-grandchild can come under attack to the very same lion and the very same bear. I need you to get that. I need you to understand that this is important because we see cycles perpetuated in families and don't realize that this is not natural. It is spiritual. It is a lion being sent by the devil, a lion and a bear, sent by the enemy with an intent, glory be to God, to take out this lamb, this child, before it develops. And if the lion is not dealt with, it will take generation after generation after generation. That's why there are issues in your life that you can see in your mother's life, you can see in your grandmother's life, and if you ask some questions, they in your great-grandmother and your great-great-grandmother. And so, this ain't Pastor Denzel trying to create some theology. All you got to do is just look at your life, look at your family's life, look at those around you, and you can see, hold on, there's some truth to this. Now, those of you who need 25 scriptures to support everything, and because you're some deep theologian, yeah, theologian, uh, the Lord bless and keep you. But those of you that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, I need to talk to you because there are, it is so important that we identify the strategy of the devil. When we see the enemy after our children like this, when we talk about, uh, I had parents call me so many things over the last seven days, um, whose daughters are, are into lesbianism, whose sons are effeminate, uh, others who, whose children are under demonic attack, 
Others whose children were born with birth defects that are demonic by nature. The Spirit of God confirmed it that it's demonic by nature. You see, because prayer changed it. Glory be to God. Uh, cursing the devil changed it. So you understand that the enemy has intensified his attack on the lambs. And I know that that's what's happening in this time and season by the Spirit of God. That there's been an intensity on our children. What happened a few weeks ago with regard uh, to the Ferreira house? It has sparked some beloved hear me by the spirit of god in this nation and the enemy is watching us as we are taking up carnal weapons to fight against this plot now i'm not telling you that you are not to love on your children and to, to talk with them and to find out what's going on and i and that's good you gotta be there for them and go play games with them and order pizza and have game night that's important but beloved we wrestle not against flesh and blood while you are doing all of those natural things first corinthians chapter 2 Second Corinthians, sorry, Second Corinthians chapter two, verse eleven still says the devil gains an advantage over us when we are ignorant to his devices. The Bible says, I believe it is in Hosea four and six. I believe I'm right. That says my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Our ignorance to the plans of the devil will bring destruction to us. We must be sensitized. We don't need three points and a hoop from Rev every Sunday. Sometimes we need to hear more than God but to bless us and to bless our socks off and give us new husband. We need to hear that there's a strategy that the enemy is employing against you and your children and your grandchildren unborn that if you don't intervene at this point this is going to be perpetuated. Those of you in youth ministry, you need to be equipped to know how to see the vices, the plots, the plans, the strategies of the devil so that you can now move and begin to dismantle what he's trying I told you my preacher voice is coming. There, this is now. You heard this now? Did you hear it? <laughs> that to dismantle the strategies and the plots of the devil. Are you with me? Glory be to God. So, watch this. Watch this. I want to equip you with this word. We have seen it over households, many households. This is being perpetuated where we see certain negative activities perpetuated generation after generation. Whenever you see these kind of actions, these kind of proclivities, these diseases, so actions, diseases, addictions, proclivities that are seemingly ubiquitous in families and bloodlines you got to pay attention to this because somehow there's a lion and a bear or a lion or a bear that is coming back to the same bloodline and working his strategies and I have been watching this beloved there are families that you can watch and see that the the uh, the father is effeminate, and then you find a grand uncle somewhere effeminate, and then you look at your cousin, some cousins they effeminate, and you find that you yourself uh, wrestled 
with with that and then your children uh, your son is coming out and you're seeing those kind of tendencies the lion and the bear is revisiting and we cannot be ignorant to satan's devices and let me talk about this with it with regard to effeminate men because we understand that there, that every every um male child will not be the quote-unquote construction worker that there would be more that they are, and I, I want to be careful with, with how, how, I, how I word this, but will be more polished, for lack of a better word, may be softer in how they dress and how they behave. But understand this, not because someone is effeminate, it means that they are homosexual, but they can become prey to the, to the devices and the vices of the devil. And, and see, see, the, the, the enemy really just won't get in, you know. He just want to get in. See, there's a scripture that says, God Almighty, I'm going where I didn't plan to go. There's a scripture that says, there is no curse without a cause. Mm. Let, me, let me extrapolate that a little bit and take it to this point. This is how the Lord gave it to me. He says that the enemy doesn't attack randomly. Those traits and those attacks and those those weaknesses you oh god i'm not trying to put no one on blast but do you know of families where it seems as though like divorce is what they do come on man talk to me where it seems like everybody in the bloodline getting divorces do you know do you, do, do, you, what's, what's going on here seems as though everybody like, like everybody is drink all the men in this bloodline are womanizers. All oh, seeming all these ladies, they are masculine. Please don't sign off now. Stay with me. Because see, you need to you need to know this. I'm s i am have not forgotten the children. But when you are ignorant to his devices, glory be to God, he gains an advantage. He is oh God. The devil and daughter, write this down for me. I know this in the, in the, this is not in the notes, but write this down. The devil is not myopic. The devil is not myopic. And watch this. Neither is the devil impulsive. In other words, let's deal with myopic. To be myopic means to be short-sighted. Means that you cannot see in a distance. That's what it means to be myopic. The devil sees beyond the now. See, us church people, all we see is now. We, 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 we only function in now. The enemy looks down the road and see where you're going. He, oh God, it's a shame that demons can identify the anointing, but we believers cannot. I'm going to say that again. It's a shame that demons can identify the oil of God on persons' lives, but sometimes our own parents can't see it. The lion and the bear turned on David to kill David. And Jesse couldn't see the oil on David's life. Don't play with me, man. It is crazy that that we, we, we this thing about discernment and being able to see. And let me say something to the New Testament church. Do you not realize that one of the gifts given to the New Testament church, the Bible says, upon your 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 
your handmaidens and your servants, he says, they're going to prophesy. That word prophesy talks about singing to the realm of the spirit, being able to speak what is the counsel, what is the mind, the will of God. There is a, 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 a level of discernment given to all spirit-filled believers. There is an acute sense of spiritual sight given to spirit-filled believers, but because we are not filled as we should be, we don't have that kind of discernment that we can sense an anointing when it comes into a room. Oh God, a lot of us are like them boys on the road to Emmaus who walked with Jesus. They walked with Jesus, walked with him, talked with him. Watch this. They did not see or realize that he was the son of God until he broke bread, until they saw something natural. They needed something natural to manifest and then they said, oh, this this, this Jesus. And that's a lot of us. We don't, oh God almighty. We don't, we don't see what's happening in the spiritual dimension until there's a natural manifestation. And oftentimes that natural manifestation is too late. But the devil, and I'm not glorifying the devil, but we cannot be ignorant of his devices. The devil sees long term. He sees potential. He sees divine potential. He sees spiritual potential. He identifies that anointing. The grace on a he knows that that this anointing flows down bloodlines. And so he begins to work, work his plans. And so, so that child will not come out homosexual. But as that child is developed and daddy is not there and, and the young boy is raised by his mother, he is, he is uh, um, um, <laughs> making this word, feminized. He becomes effeminate because all he has is his mother and she's doing the best that she can. And then some predator sees him. Oh God, not just in school, someone in church, God help us. Some deacon that needs to be delivered gets a hold of this young man or some, some person there, some choir director, glory be to God, gets a hold of your effeminate son. And before you know it, he's turned in that direction and the devil says, get him. And then what the devil did, mind you, he worked to make sure daddy was in there. But because we didn't identify the anointing and the oil on this child's life we didn't even try to make sure there were positive male influences because there was a product of the devil and the devil plan was subtle and it was it was it was over time he worked it so we miss his devices and so what we're teaching tonight is to open up the eyes of those of you beloved to see the strategy of the devil I hope you are here with me. I hope you're walking with me, man. That we want to open to see the plots and the vices of the devil because we're declaring, devil, you will not have my children. And while we're at it, devil, you can have my family either. We're going to break this thing off our entire family. This thing gone down too many generations. It's about to stop. He caught a Baha'i under the Baha'i. And so, watch this. I said this earlier, that we only catch it. Just like them boys on the road to Emmaus, when he, the Bible says, when he broke the bread, they say, oh, that's how Jesus break bread. 
And shortly after that, Jesus was gone. So all that they could have gotten from Jesus, they didn't get because they didn't have discernment. They did not have discernment. I hope you're hearing me. Whoo! So, see, and when you have this discernment, beloved, it ain't only, it's not only, and I, and I spoke a little bit about this, this, the whole homosexual thing, but it could be anything, any vice. There are things that will, there are senses that go off in your spirit. When you see that, you, you see your son uh, or your daughter that they playing with the toys and when, when the structure break down, they start throwing the toys around and having a tantrum at an early age and start throwing stuff and, and, and you beat them and beat them and beat them and say, this child just ruled and missed that. Hold on, that's the plan of the enemy. That's the plan of the enemy. The enemy is sowing a seed there and the enemy got a plan for that child when that child gets 27. We're trying to beat out a demonic plot. You can't beat out demons. You can't beat out the workings of the enemy. You got to go to war and pray it out, but you can't pray it out if you ain't see it. I want a Simon to open your minds. To open your minds. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 says, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. Verse 4 says, um, whom the God of this world hath blinded their minds. I'm here to remove the blindfold from our minds that the glorious light of the gospel will penetrate that we will be able to see what is the counsel, what is the mind of God in this regard. And, and also the plots and strategies of the devil. So I told you that the devil is not myopic. Neither is he impulsive. He, he has patience. See, impulsive people don't have much patience. They just move quickly. You know, he's, he's wait. He'll wait, man. Take time. He'd go out for a season, then come back. All right, here we go. Whenever you see those kind of actions, negative vices, behaviors, behaviors, diseases. I didn't I didn't talk about the diseases, but you see persons, some families just cancer, 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 generation after generation cancer, and we Take the physical route. Or there's something with their genetics, something with how their genes go and this cancer is being spread. And so we go the physical route and there are persons who are la la bohush kota bakandi kita. There are persons who get mastectomies even without there being any trace of cancer. Because it's so prevalent in their families, they opt to get mastectomies and then have plastic surgery to reshape. Taking, and I, 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 I understand the fair thing. I'm not judging no one. That's not what I'm doing. My, my assignment here tonight is open the eyes. So those, if there's somebody on it that did that, that's where you were. That's where your understanding was. That's where your faith was. And you were being proactive. So I can't knock you for what you, the Bible says, he that knoweth to do and doeth not. You did what you knew to do. But I'm talking to those of us now, as you're hearing this teaching, that before we go to natural, natural vices, before we go the natural way to correct these things that we see in our life, 
We got to remember that the weapons of our warfare are not natural. Glory be to God. We're in a spiritual fight. There's a lion and a bear. So understand this. The end goal, we're talking about the enemy not being myopic, is not the cancer. There's something that he is after. He, the devil is, doesn't just want to kill you for killing you's sake. There's something on you. There is a grace. There is an endowment on your life. That's what he's after. There's an assignment that you've been called to fulfill. That's what I want you to get. There's an assignment that you've been called to fulfill in the earth. And that's what the devil is after. He just randomly picking your family. Watch this. There, there's a grace on your family. There is an endowment, there's a blessing that has been released on your house. The enemy is aware of it. And so your granddaddy, your great granddaddy, your, your, you, your son, there was, a, there's a grace on your lineage. There's an anointing. See, you cannot forget this, that God is still the God, oh my God, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, this is still the God that says to Adam, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish. In other words, he speaks to Adam and tells him, from you, I want you to, 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 to reproduce in the earth. So I'm putting something on you that's going to be passed on to your child and to their child and to their child. Our God is a transgenerational God. And that's the way he releases blessing upon us. And so there's an oil that's on Denzel that would be on everything that comes from Denzel. Glory be to God. Let me we say this to get some of y'all upset. That's why I'm not quick to judge. Oh God, you can get mad at me now. You can think I'm throwing a seed in for my son. I'm not quick to judge when someone's son take over from their father as a pastor. I am not quick to judge because I believe that there are mantles placed on bloodlines. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.